0: This is Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio, with your host and real estate expert, Jeff Matea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty. Whether buying your first home, your next home, or upgrading your present home, everything you need to know is right here, now on News Radio 985 FM and AM 560 WGAN.
1: Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Closer to Home, Maine's real estate radio on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN. I'm your host, Jeff Matea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty, and I'm here with Danny Higgins, our brand ambassador of the Matea Group. Welcome, Danny.
2: Thank you so much. Good morning, everybody. We're so excited to be here.
1: Likewise, yeah, and we uh, we walked into the uh, the lobby and Eye of the Tiger was playing, so I'm, I'm excited for a uh, very- I feel like
2: it's a good omen, right? Yeah, We're ready to go.
1: Absolutely we <laughs> deliver the knockout punch here. So Absolutely. We've got uh comparing the week week over week. So welcome to week 2. Uh market trends from last week. What do we have in the the news there?
2: Oh, let's see. Um why don't you run us through um what are our total active listings compared to uh that it's, last week or last it, year? It's
1: it's pretty wild. Week over week uh, 2020 to or 2021 to 2022, we have uh, only 135 active listings compared to 275 last year. So those uh, folks that might be feeling that pain, uh, I feel for you. There's you know half as many listings that are out there available for sale.
2: Oh my gosh, there are people who are looking. There's just there's just nothing to really look at or less to look at.
1: It's wild, and and that meant that there were only 38 new listings that came to market this past week versus 61 last year at this time.
2: Oh, that's like, that's half. That's just half to look at, or close to half anyway.
1: It's crazy. I mean, the big takeaway is that, you know, the more homes that come on the market, they're all being picked up or a, a vast majority of them are. So just, it can't keep up. We need more listings. We need more inventory for buyers to be able to consume.
2: Ah, oh, Jeez. I feel, I feel for the buyers who are out there right now, you know, looking, they just, they're looking at the same places. There's not as many to choose from. I feel like, they're having, you know, they might have their 10 necessary checklist, you know, the things they really want, but having to pare down, pare down just because
1: exactly. there's and not as many out there. And if there's folks that are thinking about selling that are listening, uh, you know, this is the perfect time you can get top dollar. You can get more than you ever expected for your home. Mm. And there's a lot of buyers that, like you said, may be uh, compromising and only taking, um, you know, checking off seven of the 10 boxes that they need for their uh, yeah. desirable home that they that they want.
2: Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, if you are considering, now would be the time. I know uh, last week we kind of talked about it, that that myth of wait till spring, like spring and then you sell then. But man, it seems like we're in that kind of perfect spot.
1: Exactly. Now's the time. If you're thinking of selling, now's the time to get on the market. So you know, inventory will get gobbled up and uh, it's just a matter of time. You're also seeing that prices are actually up 9% uh, this week over Ooh. last week, last year. Um, but I was going to pose a question to you, Danny, because mm. we're we have um, in our next segment uh, a lender, a local lender, joining us, and you know a lot of uh, folks come to us and say, "Well, you know, do I need to get pre-qualified, And you know, should I be talking to a lender first, a realtor first? Mm. And so I remember, you know, we talked last week about your experience. Did you go to a lender first, a realtor first, and you know, take us through that?
2: Absolutely. I started with a realtor first, um, um, actually. On the team, um, and was shared that we were interested, what we were looking for, and he was the one who is able to hook me up with a wonderful lender and walk me through that process. So I started with a realtor.
1: Perfect, perfect, great to hear. I mean, it's one of those kind of chicken or the egg. We, right. we often see that you know, folks do go to a lender first. There's nothing wrong. There's no wrong answer there. So, you know, I commend you for going to a realtor first. However, right, you can well, go to the lender.
2: <laughs> a a little. little bias, maybe. Exactly. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so, you know, that's the thing is your realtor could take you uh, through the steps and refer you to a great uh, lender. Mm-hmm. Your lender in, in the area will refer you to realtors that they work with. And so you have some options there. Absolutely. Um, I think the importance of just getting pre-qualified and understanding what you can afford is is the basic step. I mean, we just don't want you to go out there and look for um, you know that home of your dreams, and not know what you can afford. Fall in love with that, you know, three hundred fifty thousand dollars home, and then mm-hmm. find out once you once you call a local lender that you can only afford three hundred twenty thousand. Yeah, that's that's really tough. Um, from from experience and working with folks when I was new in the business mm-hmm. and getting out there and looking at homes they would create that that there's that one home that's out there that gets you to pick up the phone and call your agent or call your lender. Yep. That becomes that benchmark that you then compare every other home to. Like that was the one. Oh. And uh, it wouldn't be the one that got away, but if it was more than you could afford, it would really you know, make for an odd situation for you to You'll always be thinking about that one. That could have been the one. It
2: could have been, and I, I mean, that's timely for Valentine's Day. It's like the valentine. It's like your house <laughs> Valentine, right? Like you right. just fall in love. But being able to be pre-qualified, uh, knowing w- kind of what's in your window, what you can window shop for, I feel like is is very helpful for anybody who's new to the the real estate world and the market and getting a better picture of what to look for. So
1: right. right. You're listening to Closer to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN. So, Danny, tell me about uh, that. That next step, your your realtor referred you to a lender, and they you reached out to them, and how how'd that go?
2: It it went wonderfully. Thankfully, Um, like I said, um, our our realtor really helped to put us in the right direction with who to talk to for a lender. And so, um, when we made that phone call, we were able to. Have a great conversation. You know, I spoke with a, a local guy who was able to. You know, I actually got to know him, which was wonderful. Um, he's in the area, and so, um, we had that conversation, my husband and I. What are we looking for? What our goal is? You know, and then we got information from our lender to say, well, based on what I see, here's what we can help you do. Here's what the picture is going to look like for you.
1: So there was a key word that you used there, local. Yes. Tell us about that.
2: Uh I. I am a big go local. You know, I shop local. I, 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 I love small business, and so being able in the lender sphere, being able to work with somebody who knows the area, who knows other folks um, to call. You know, I would. I remember I had a couple of questions. You know, a, you know, appraisers and titles, and it got kind of overwhelming. And I was reassured of, I've got, I've got someone for you to talk to. I got a friend. And perfect. Ah, it just it's so reassuring.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, we have those national lenders. We we. You know you probably watched the Super Bowl and saw a couple of the advertisements and get inundated with that you know rocket mortgage and you know some of the bigger heavier national banks.
2: I appreciate that you think I'm a sports person uh, oh, but uh, <laughs> you, you missed
1: the Super Bowl. Huh? I
2: missed the Super Bowl I did I but uh, but yes, I've heard of rocket mortgage before or okay. a, a larger um, national bank anyway. yeah
1: and not to say that some of these national companies I mean they, they know what they're doing they do a yeah. lot of business. Sure. Um, it's just that for a local feel, you know, a lot of our listeners probably would like that, you know, personal touch, the, the person that they can go and see live, look eye to eye, shake hands. Yeah, absolutely. They have questions, me, you know, meet them in person for coffee and see their office and confirm that they exist.
2: It, well, well, it was also nice, too, to, in our process of buying that that spot in Westbrook we talked about last week. You know, I, I have lots of questions. So being able to email and and say, you know, oh, I have a question on this one little detail and have my lender come back to me and be like, oh, I've got you. Um, instead of having to recap my story of, oh, you know, uh, what does, where are you in the process or to kind of reacquaint with my, you know, my picture.
1: Great. Great. Yeah. No. And then we had a a question from the last episode too was, you know, how do I win in multiple offer situations? Oh, yeah. You know, oftentimes I found from experiences having that local lender that can also make that call and that has that, maybe that relationship also with the listing agent, uh, puts you ahead of, or at least in line with, you know other buyers that are also working with local folks versus the the, the national lender that may not have that continuity, mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't have the uh, connections to the the local uh, you know feel and the other people that are involved in the business from appraisers to title companies to you know like I said that listing agent who you know knows the seller has that has that relationship. You're Absolutely. listening to Closer to Home Means Real Estate Radio on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 A N. So Danny, we were just talking about that pre-approval. Did you, you, you got that letter with what, a five, 10 minute call with your lender?
2: Yeah, it was really quick. And uh, what was nice is as, as I said, so this was our Westbrook spot, but we had actually, we live over in Portland. And so with this introduction, you know, even though I had known him a couple of years ago, it, it was a much easier transition um, to be able to say, "Oh, hi, you know, hey, I'm Danny. It's it's good to hear from you. It's good to chat with you." A couple of years later, um, you know that relationship was still strong, um, which I think helped.
1: Got it. Understandable. And and so when you received that pre pre qualification pre approval, mm-hmm. uh, they gave you a value. Don't don't share the value, but uh, you you then looked how close to that value do you recall?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think. Using that number as a reference point, it really, you know, when anybody who's looking for a home, it's kind of overwhelming. You go, you know, you speak with your realtor, but you can look at a huge array of different houses. But having that number helped me hone in more of, okay, well, here is the parameter that I'm looking. the This sure. price point, it gave me a little more focus and it made the process less overwhelming of, oh my gosh, I have all these options. Instead it was more of a, okay, here's my window. Does this fall in my window or not? And that was really helpful for, for me looking. Okay.
1: And that lender was able to kind of guide you on what the monthly payment would look like where you were comfortable.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Broke down, all right. Well, you know, here's your number. But if you were to go, you know, I don't know, twenty thousand less, like here's what the number would look like on a monthly basis, breaking that down. Um, so it just took what the the price of the home might be and it made it much more bite-sized on a monthly scale to see how it would impact me on a monthly basis.
1: Great, great. Yeah, no, I know we'll dive into that in our For next sure. segment with, yeah. our, with our local lender expert that uh, knows a heck of a lot more than we do about this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> They're Any doing it every day. Day. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, so where could folks go and find more options? You mentioned some options, you know, how do they find?
2: Oh, um, pop on over to Um, You know, you can reach out to us there if you have any questions um, if you are in the buying space or you know as we were talking about if you're consider selling as well give us a shout we'd be happy to answer any question i love questions so you we, know, yeah, we certainly a-
1: love questions right? and and right they can they can also call the, uh, the 24-hour helpline uh, closer to home 207-331-5516 or email us at closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com we've we've been getting a lot of questions which we'll Got a few that we'll answer in in the uh, I believe it's the third segment.
2: Absolutely, yep. We took your questions. Um, we couldn't get to all of them, but we we grabbed a bunch of them specifically for our lender expert uh, to chime in on as well. Um, with things you know um, changing as they are, we talked about the rates last uh, last segment. All session. right. Well,
1: we'll be right back, and when we do, we'll have we'll discuss more lending topics with our our local lending le- expert Corey Scott from Annie Mortgage. This is Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio on News Radio 985 FM and AM 560 WGAN.
0: Welcome back to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio with your host and real estate expert, Jeff Matea, on News Radio 985 FM and AM 560 WGAN. Wonder.
1: Hey, welcome back. It's Jeff Matea here with Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio on News radio 98.5 FM and AM 560. Danny, we have a special guest with us today from AniMac Mortgage, Mr. Corey Scott, the local lending expert. Corey, welcome.
2: Hey. Welcome. Hey,
3: thank you guys so much. So excited to be here. We're Appreciate excited
2: it. to have you.
1: Appreciate it. So uh, Corey, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, You know how, how long you've been in the business, how'd you get into mortgages? Sure.
3: Yeah. So um, I've been doing mortgages for 12 years. We um, actually sold real estate before getting into the lending world. Realized I like doing the numbers side much, much better than showing houses. It was not my forte. You guys are troopers for doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Rock stars. Um, Yeah. So we've been, we're based in Cumberland. We do loans in Maine, New Hampshire, Mass, Connecticut, Rhode Island and, of course, Florida, which is one of our biggest uh, spots right now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Florida is a very, uh, it's just like Portland, very big market, very hot market down there.
1: Excellent. So we have, yeah, those snowbirds that are heading from New England to uh, to Florida and back.
2: I might be a little jealous at the moment. It's cold. (laughs) Right, right, right. Well,
1: might need to get pre-qualified and see what we can afford down in uh, (laughs) Miami. Can we talk later? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned you were in real estate before that you just like numbers better, not showing houses. Um, you know, how big is this team? Speaking of numbers, yeah. you know, how many folks work for the Corey Scott team?
3: Yeah. So right now we have four uh, loan officers that work under me that any of your clients that call in will talk to They're all licensed, can pull credit, run numbers, do everything I do. Okay. Um, we have a couple of processors behind the scenes as well. We have a business development rep. So between all of us, there's eight or nine on our team. Yeah. Uh, it takes a lot of people to make these go through smooth and quick. Hmm. Well,
1: yeah, we appreciate all that you do. It yeah. seems that our you know clients are raving about how smooth the process goes and uh, you know, the, less, the less phone calls that we get about uh, having a guide that um, speaks highly of what you do and what you do to, uh, to make sure that everything gets to closing. Thank you. Appreciate that. Absolutely. So yeah. tell us a little bit about uh, Corey, Scott, outside of the
3: lending world. What do you what do you do? Help, you know the family? Yeah. So I'm married to uh, Megan, who is also branch manager with me. So we run this our office together. Two little daughters, Adriana, seven, and is five. We have a puppy, Siesta, that's a year old. Aww, and nice. uh, yeah, we try to, you know, uh, summertime, like going to the lake, enjoying it. It's tough to get time off in this business uh, to start with. So the time we get, we try to spend together and Great. doing things outside. Uh, yeah, but with their schedules of dancing and school, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy, man. Well, thanks for long,
2: long days, I'm long, sure. Long days.
1: Yeah. Well, well worth it. Let's move to uh, let's move to the market. Help our listeners, uh, you know, guide them here.
3: Is uh, tell us everybody's asking what are the what are the rates and where do you see them going? Yeah, now that's that's been a hot topic for us the last you know, especially the last thirty days or so. We're we've been spoiled the last two years. Rates have been mm-hmm. all time lows. You know, we're seeing rates in the two and a half, two six, two five, three wow. percent, which you know, uh, hist- historic historic lows. We never thought we'd see them there. Since January, the rates have been trending back up. It's okay. just it, it was bound to happen. Um, right now we're at two and a half year highs after the Fed announcement last week and the jobs support came in. So we're been we're back in the fours for most scenarios, for most, uh, uh, conventional loans and government loans, low fours, mid fours, which is still a very healthy rate,
2: mm-hmm.
3: very healthy market. But I mean, people come to me and they're still looking for 3%, or so two, eight, seven, fives. And I'm like, man, those, those days are gone. <laughs> yeah, and We are well past those. And I don't know if we'll ever go back to that area yeah. again.
1: Yet yeah, yeah, the rates are still... Ridiculously low, comparatively speaking. I mean, if here here are some of our uh, parents and their friends say, you know, rates were 18.75% when I, you know, back in the 80s. Right. This is nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I had to walk up, you know, go up a hill to school both ways.
2: (laughs) In the snow. (laughs) So tell us,
1: I I kind of grilled um, Danny on the pre-approval process. Can you tell us, like,
3: just... High-level overview, someone calls you, what does that look yeah. like? How much time does that take? Sure. The first thing we do is have a conversation. For mm-hmm. us, it really starts with their goals, where they're at now, where they want to get to, kind of you know, uh, what their time frame is, and that drives the bus and how we how we turn things after. If, uh, say, you have a client come to us and they want to get pre-approved right off, start looking for properties, they know, market's, they know the market's really aggressive and, and quick, we would um, pull credit, get their financials, bank statements, pay subs, make sure it all checks out, and then circle back to them and their budget. For us, the biggest thing is the budget. Mm-hmm. I could approve someone for $5 million, but if their budget is $1,500 a month, like obviously it's a different, different conversation. Mm-hmm. So setting those expectations with them is really the most important part of what we're doing up in the pre approval.
1: Awesome. Yeah. We want to make sure that people are comfortable and they're not uh, house poor and right. can't go out to eat and enjoy all these sights and sounds around this lovely area exactly
2: and i think for new folks who are who maybe haven't bought a house before just understanding you know there's this big price point of how much the house costs but what does that actually mean for me on a monthly basis like breaking that down that's fantastic that yeah. you guys do that
3: it's huge i mean uh, like you said people paying rent and paying rent for years they don't understand how, what the price points equate to in a monthly payment
0: especially
3: right. town to town right if you're looking at a property in cumberland versus a property in buxton like taxes change Quite a bit, mm-hmm. depending each town. So, like running those numbers specifically for where they're looking is really, uh, really important, really helpful for our clients.
1: You're listening to Closer to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN. So, Corey, you were saying, um, or actually, I was saying about the uh, the difference between the local versus the national lenders. Um, can you, you know, just give us, uh, you know, more insight into why local? Why, yeah, you know, Annie Mac. Totally.
3: Yeah. So like I said earlier, we're we're based right on Cumberland. We do loans. Maine's our, our biggest territory. We do loans all over the state of Maine from, you know, the the Berwicks up to Prescott. So we're doing loans across the board here. And we have it's really important to have someone that has the the appraisal relationships, the title companies in those areas, depending on where you're looking, because that really can make or break a transaction. Like we could do everything right on our side. The realtor, you guys could be kill it, but if we have a title company that Mess up something right before closing—that's what they're gonna remember. Mm-hmm. So partnering yeah. with the right companies is super important. And by doing so much business here, we know who's gonna get our back and make things easier for our clients. At the end of the day, it's it's a service industry still, right? Okay,
0: right.
1: Yeah. And before we went on the air, you talked about processing loans. So locally, that's all done. Absolutely,
3: Yep. In Cumberland, all of our teammates are in Cumberland. Um, you know, a lot of people are working remotely now, so we have some. You know, New Hampshire on the borders we are also doing a lot of New Hampshire transactions as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, okay. we are all within the an hour of this office here
1: okay and then with rates um, you know moving you know that movement people can be affected by that can you tell us uh, time frame wise from, from someone going under contract or meeting with you to finding their home they go under contract to closing what do those
3: time frames look yeah. like these days so if someone finds a house today they put an offer on get it accepted we're closing 30 days or less especially wow. right now wow yeah that's, that's impressive even uh, the mar- with the low inventory there's less appraisers are quicker to getting things back to us. Title mm-hmm. companies are slower, so they're getting things back quicker now. Mm-hmm. Back, you know, last year when rates are super low and everyone's refinancing, appraisers were slower. It took a little bit longer back then, mm. just because of the the lack of appraisers in the state of Maine. Um, but right now we're back into the 21 day, 30 day closings, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, which again, I think that's the the local the local lender in your on your side uh, can make things can probably cut down four to seven days versus what a, a national lender Absolutely. not having those. Relationships local totally okay. We were also talking. Um, I think it was last week about second homes. You'd mentioned that the, the kind of a rate change might have an impact on
3: the market. You yep. t- talk more about that. <clears throat> that's a that's a big change that we did not see coming. So about a month ago. Um, the government announced that they're going to be increasing the rates or the pricing adjustments on people uh, clients purchasing second homes okay. it's like a lake house uh ski house whatever it is right if you want to uh, I don't know, buy a place up in bang uh in the mountains right yeah. any of those properties are going to be a much higher rate than they were up up till a month ago wow. rationale is the uh investors they're seeing a lot of defaults on those and they know the markets have been really crazy the last two years everyone is making more money than ever before mm-hmm. 401ks are out of control people have all this excess ca- excess cash they're expecting that when things slow down, that those properties will be higher to default. Oh, so they're trying to slow the amount of purchases in those right now, and in, and, and I guess counter some of the risk that's associated with those, uh, just because that's been a really big market, especially in Maine. Right, we have Saint right. like River, Sugarloaf, the lakes. Like that's a big part of our market here. I'd say last year I probably did 30 of our of our deals were our second homes. Wow, really? So,
1: yeah. So you're seeing any immediate impact, or is that going to take a few months to really? <laughs> no
3: absolutely we have clients now like for our company the deadline is to close a loan by april 18th to not have the higher rates so pretty much you go under contract today tomorrow the next couple days the rates will be like they were before okay for us it's all about the delivery to fannie mae and freddie mac so any loan delivered to them after april 1st is going to be a much higher charge Wow, okay. Yeah. So the, the takeaway,
1: the key takeaway is don't wait. Yep. Uh, yeah. Whether it's a second home or even your first home, is uh, interest rates may creep up and uh, you know price you out of that home that you really fell in love with or, or you know see right away if it's How often should someone get pre-qualified? Do they reassess?
3: Yeah. Tell me about that. So I mean the pre-approval process we it's good for 120 days. Typically we're we're checking back in every 2 weeks to 3 weeks, especially right now with the rates jumping so much. Right. We want them to know like hey, your budget at 250 now is different. It can mm-hmm. impact their buying power, their purchase power, and also their monthly ab- affordability and budget. So we're trying to you know, give them a, a, a range of where it's at. Who knows where it's going to go? It's, it's trending up right now. Mm-hmm. We're trying to you know, forecast that if we can for them as well, but we want to make sure they're comfortable still with, if they're looking at houses.
1: Okay. Fantastic. Well, we've got a head to break there, Corey. Okay. We'll be right back. And when we do, we'll discuss uh, more about lending briefly and then go into our listeners' questions, yes. which, You'll be, the, uh, you'll be the one to answer those questions. Uh, so this is Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio, on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN.
0: This is Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio. Whether buying your first home, your next home, or upgrading your present home, everything you need to know is right here with Jeff Matea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty and his weekly guest experts.
1: Welcome back. It's Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio on News Radio, 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN. I'm Jeff Matea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty. I'm here with Danny Higgins, our brand ambassador. We're joined once again by Corey Scott of the Corey Scott team at Annie Mac Mortgage. Welcome back, Corey. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me back. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So we have a ton of questions, a few emails that we got ahead of time. Um, as a reminder, you can reach us on the Closer to Home helpline at 2073315516 or closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com is our email. We have uh, what's our first question there, Danny?
2: Our first question today comes from Greg in Sacco. He wanted to know, "Do I really need 20% down to purchase a home?"
3: Great question. And we get this all the time. So many clients come to us and they say, "I don't have 20% saved up." Mm-hmm. And we say, "You don't need 20% saved up." It's a very big uh, misconception out there. I think historically, like our, our parents and grandparents always wanted to save the 20% down, mm-hmm. just to, it's what they always did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we have so many clients that come to us that can purchase with no money down, 3% down, 5% down. Mm-hmm. And I'd say the other part of this too is even if someone has 20%, it may not make sense to put the full 20% down. Hmm. With rates being so low, a lot of our clients are keeping their money in their portfolios so they're getting a better return on it than they are getting a home at three and a half, four, four and a quarter percent, right? That's great. Much better financial advice that way. Smart,
0: okay.
2: I can imagine people feel very relieved when just you're educating about, you know, that they don't need that 20% because we've been told that for how long?
3: Forever. Right? Yeah, absolutely. The thing is like uh, the 20% stigma came with PMI. Everyone's been scared of paying, paying PMI, private mortgage insurance, on a okay. property. So that's why they do this. And okay. what we have, actually, we've rolled out options the last couple of years to do 5% down with like a single pay PMI where you can pay the PMI out f- up front and get rid of it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, or roll it into your loan. So everyone's like out there is like, well, 20% is the number. It's not the number not at all.
2: Wow. And so if uh, somebody had more questions about that for you, how would they get a hold of you?
3: Yeah, the best way to get us is to send um, our team an email at uh, cs team at any Annie, annie-macmac.com or to call us at 207-400-7750.
1: Got it. Excellent. Excellent. So are there many people putting 20% down or is it majority not, of 5
3: not to really. 10% or Yeah, I mean the last year averaged between 5 to 10% for a down payment. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And still t- no money down? Yeah, well, they're they're harder to get those approved right now Sure. with the okay. crazy market client uh, sellers are not apt to take those but i mean we're still doing rural development no money down via no money down we're seeing it more now um up in the rural areas like uh, northern maine is coming back again portland's been tough um there's certain requirements in regards to the towns that you have, you have to live in to get the no money down so not every oh. town in County qualifies oh, for I that, see. I so see. it might well, be
2: town dependent. Huh? Yeah, so kind of like what you were talking about earlier, like taxes is town dependent. This too would be town dependent. Absolutely, wow, a lot of a lot of variables yeah. to consider.
1: And yeah. I would I would assume it's borrower dependent or the buyer yep. itself. No, yeah. Okay, okay, exactly. well that, that goes right into question number two. Uh, Whitney from Bangor
3: asked, "What credit scores are required to purchase? Is there a minimum?" Yeah, so um, government loans like FHA, VA, we can go down to like a five eighty credit score. So, back when COVID first happened, a lot of lenders changed that the other way. They were up to 640, 660 for minimums because the risk, they were, weren't sure it was going to happen, right? With the risk out there.
2: Right. There was a lot of moving pieces during a lot of moving COVID. Pieces. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
3: So, our lenders, we've gone back the other way now. We're seeing things ease up. Uh, the clients we have are still employed, still you know, still making the money, which is really important for us, the, the uh, sustainability there. Sure. So, we were able to lower our scores back down to 580. So say someone did something, you know, they you credit's funky. You can do the right thing forever. Mm-hmm. Have one miss in your mm-hmm. scores job. Sure. It takes a long yeah. time to recover those scores. So we work on, you know, help getting people the scores back up. But also if they have a 580, we can still work with that. Wow.
2: Yeah. And you that's mentioned awesome. too, like you can help people work on that. So if somebody is coming to you and they're not quite where they want to be for their goal, like that's something you could help them Absolutely.
3: with? Absolutely. Um, I would say out of every 10 clients we talk to, two or three we have to work with, or get them on a plan to get their scores back up. And maybe it depends on their time frame, right? If they right. want to buy in the next month or two, maybe it makes sense to go with this option at the lower credit score. But if they're waiting on six months, we work with them on a plan nice. to get the scores up to get the best terms available. That's great. When oh, that's ready so to buy. helpful. Wow, very helpful. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So it's not you know it's not just the lending piece, but they can get you. Does, you can help get where you need to go.
3: Get does that does that
1: cost anything? Is that just oh, what yeah. you do? What you do?
3: It's just what we do. It's part of our workflow. Wow. We want to make sure that our clients awesome. are getting the best opportunities they can out there. Great. Oh, that's fantastic. Perfect. So. Perfect. And and folks can just call you directly at that. Yep. What was it? Four hundred? Two oh seven,
1: 207 Exactly. Nice. Check on check on their score, get pre qualified with, with yep. Corey Scott.
2: All right. Are we ready for the next question? Next
3: one. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> they get tougher. <laughs> they
2: get <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have a Rick from Limington. Should I wait to purchase until the market cools down?
3: Rick. That's a very good question. Sweet. Thank you, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> I think
2: there was a pause.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, Is that crystal ball back in the shop?
2: Oh, man. It's still there. I checked yeah. on it, though. Uh,
3: nothing happened. <laughs> this, is a, this is a big question we're getting right now. Uh, the last, especially in the greater Portland market, prices have appreciated so fast, right? Right. What you talked about earlier, so many offers on properties, there's nothing to buy. So what we're seeing here now, with the rates trending up, Values in, in this Greater Portland area, in in all of Maine really, prices are not going to come back down. Like we have so many out of state investors still purchasing properties here and mm-hmm. still moving here, and the the COVID phenomenon of the second homes and people that can work anywhere they're all, they're still coming right. So I don't feel like in Maine we're going to see the price drop that usually you'd see with rates going up. So mm-hmm. we're in like, the worst case scenario: like rates are going up quickly and values are staying where they are, if not still appreciating. You know, maybe three to five percent, not the twelve or fifteen percent we saw last year. Right. So it's a, that's a the cost of waiting on this, especially someone that could have purchased six months ago when prices were you know h- still very high, but rates were lower. Their affordability just changed a big time with the rates just a half point or point jump. Exactly,
1: exactly. Well, that was a, that was a great question. If you have any questions, you can always contact us uh, on the real estate help. You're listening to Closer to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM five sixty WGAN. So as I was saying, you could uh, contact us if you have other questions. We'll have we have some more here, but it's on the closer to home helpline at 331 5516 or email us at closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com.
2: Absolutely. So circling back, so Rick, you know, thinking about the market cooling down, Corey, you were saying it's not necessarily cooling down, just the rates are changing the picture for folks. Absolutely. Very yeah. good. All right. Another question um, comes from Yvette in Gorham. Do you have a rate forecast for the upcoming year? I, I, that crystal ball, you
3: got. I was talking wish, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish uh, we would do a lot more loans if we did. If we did have that, but I mean, the everything we're seeing, all the all the uh, finance indicators out there, are saying that the rates are still going to continue to increase this year. The okay. one thing that could change that i think which we're uh, it, it's out there is that if the fed so the fed's been bumping the rates up they're projected to bump it up three to four more times this year that's oh. like bank to bank lending wow. right
2: is that a lot for for within a year or is uh, that normal
3: that's a ton that's
2: a ton okay
3: that's a lot especially over the last two years we've been kind of like status quo at super yeah, low right okay honestly so yeah. like you know equity lines are you know prime primary which has been three and a quarter they're increasing this rate right so like that's going to show the economy's recovering it impacts our market our rates as well right honestly um so if they keep increasing this that means the economies are covering which means prices are still going to keep driving up because think about that if people are you know they're back to work more people are back to work people can actually go buy houses again how to say they're stopped buying here mainers are going to buy right right They've been on the back burner for a while i feel like yeah. so now they're ready to go they're ready to go <laughs> yeah so it's uh the rate forecast if they keep bumping up i'm not going to be surprised to see rates go back up to the high fours especially with like uh, the second home piece that comes into play right now too. Like we're seeing those already high fours, low fives, depending on the price point and down payment.
2: So you're saying that the second homes, the rates are going up. They're already higher. Yep. Um, do you think that the the regular rates for regular homes will move at the same like direction? Does that make yeah. sense? Like- so
3: those adjustments for the second homes are already in place, right? So right. those are going yes. into effect like honestly today or yesterday. So those are already there. Uh, the market rates... Well, from what we're seeing, right, no crystal ball is going, they're going to continue to move up.
2: Got it. Yep. So they'll kind of trend upwards yep. as well.
3: Until something happens with the economy and they say, hey, we move this too fast. Mm. Like inflation's a big thing right now. We're seeing if once the, once the feds like, all right, all these things we put in place are not working, the, the talk on the street is that they'll have to slow things back down and reverse that.
2: I see again, that crystal ball. I'm holding out. I'm holding out. <laughs> no, I'm right. holding out. It's I just,
3: still in the shop. It's still in the shop. Oh, so right. well, yeah, I, I'm going to
1: skip ahead because I, I saw one that um, has me, you know, wanting to know the answer is uh, Mia from Brunswick asks, how do I get uh, approved if I'm self-employed? Since we have a lot of folks that are self-employed out oh. there, uh, especially during COVID kind of folks went into their own business. Yeah. And, That's true. Uh, you know, are there any, I imagine the answer is they can, but
3: uh, you know, yeah. Quickly tell us, sure. you know,
1: What, how do they go about it, and what do yeah. you need specifically for
3: self-employed? We help a lot of self-employed borrowers, honestly. Really? Yeah. With COVID, they had put some uh, some rules on them on uh, looking at like pay stuff like on their financials, their tax returns, etc. They changed all those like last week because so, the economy is recovering. So right now, it's actually easier to get a loan being self-employed than it has been the last two years. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Same thing. You need Incredible. to see the tax returns. Make sure they're still sure. making money. The income makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not. Uh, it, it's back. Pre COVID, which is awesome. So, Perfect. a lot more stuff employed borrowers will be able to purchase right off. Great, great.
0: Welcome back to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio with your host and real estate expert, Jeff Matea, on News Radio 985 FM and AM 560 WGAN. Welcome back.
1: You're listening to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio and News Radio, 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN. I'm your host, Jeff Matea of the Keller Williams Matea Group team. And I have Danny Higgins, our brand ambassador here, wrapping up our final segment.
2: Yes. um, It was just so wonderful to have Corey on.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah, he's so knowledgeable and and we love our local lenders.
2: Absolutely. I learned a few things too. Like, I mean, I, I, I knew a couple of things, but man, I I took away some nuggets as well.
1: Always learning something. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and, and it changes every day. So he, he's on top of, uh, you know, the, the mortgage news and how best to look out for for folks out there so our listeners uh, hopefully took something from that and
2: and the great questions that came in again um unreal. if you have a question if this sparked a question please reach out to us we'd love to hear from you um you can give us a shout 207-331-5516 or you can email us closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com
1: so in the final segment we have our our tip of the week and uh, i know uh, this this one's this one's everybody's wallet pocketbook uh, has seen the brunt of uh, CMP, that Ugh. CMP bill. I don't know if, yeah, I, I, everybody's I, gone up, right?
2: Holy moly. Like it's, it's been a lot too. Like it's not just like a little bit, or at least on my end.
1: I, I couldn't believe it. And we hear from clients and, and yeah. friends and I see posts on social media that are just, you know, people sharing what they've paid and uh, holy cow. Um, so we're here to share some tips and ways that you can cut your electric bill Right?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, we've got a couple of them, but if you're looking for more of them, you can pop over to com slash radio. We're going to have those posted. So if you're looking for a few more, we'll have a few over there too.
1: We actually changed that. It's slash closer to home. Oh, to tie in with a radio station. Oh, and, that makes sense. And, and our uh, show's name, Closer to Home. So perfect
2: my mistake (laughs) so
1: some energy saving tips so the first one is is close your washers and dryers putting them on a low temperature setting and loading them to capacity
2: yes i definitely load mine to capacity my washer tends to like jump around i I, (laughs) oh oh,
1: yes i i've had one of those uh (laughs) those washers i think it's uh you know a little little shove it back in place and probably put too much laundry in the in the uh in the washer at times maybe and the dryer
2: have you seen the new fancy ones too? The new oh, yeah. washers that have uh, Wi-Fi connectability or connectedness I, I, <laughs> technology. I'm I, really
1: good at I, it. I, I have not seen that. No, you uh, haven't? No, no, my friend
2: just got one and she had it delivered and had to set it up with her phone. Wow. So that she can have her wash done by the time she gets home. Holy cow. Isn't that nice? From your phone. From your phone. But anyways, uh, maybe we can set it on the cool mm-hmm. setting to try to save a little money for, on our CMP bill.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So then that, you know, that kind of dovetails into like the stove top. So your, your range, uh, making sure that your pots and pans match the burner size apparently can save you 40% of uh, so. that waste, that energy wasted. If the, the, you know, the burner is bigger than the pot,
2: Ah, something
1: okay. new. I mean, we're learning every day here,
2: right? New, new tips, but I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not usually the one using the stove. I'm, I'm a terrible cook. What about you? Like,
1: likewise. I think, you know, my energy saving tip is mm-hmm. to use the microwave more.
2: Oh, that checks out. No, I'm with yeah, you. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm all, all, you know, if you find me out and about, I'm, I'm usually in the um, cold food freezer aisle yep. at, at Hannaford and Shaw's. So
2: <laughs> That's where we'll, where we'll find you. Very good. <laughs> uh,
1: ne- next tip is to uh, adjust window treatments. So uh, opening them to allow the sunlight in during mm-hmm. the day. Yeah. Closing them in at night to l- mitigate that breeze that may be in those cracks of the doors, which would be another cost saving tip is to uh you know tighten things up around those windows and doors and Absolutely. entryways if you if you can.
2: You can use one of the uh you know I, I always think of like my grandmother had that retro um uh thing at the bottom of the door to oh, stop. Yeah. What oh, are the, yeah. I don't uh, know what like their a, technical a name is.
1: Picture but. like just a Sock, or, uh, yeah, right? Like it's like full a full of beans, and it just kind of, I don't know, like a beanbag <laughs> stopper or something.
2: It's a beanbag door stopper. We are in yeah, a new business here.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm going to trademark that name. Absolutely. Uh, another would be to uh, to clean those boilers and furnaces. So, your heating system obviously uh, needs to be serviced annually. Um, you know, we have folks on our website too at uh, jeffsellismain.com forward slash closer to home that we can refer you to and recommend um, that can help you with all of these. But, uh, you know, getting that uh, list of vendors to you you know, give us a call uh, at the Closer to Home helpline 331-5516 or closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com.
2: That would be really helpful. I remember when I was a new homeowner, I didn't know who to call. Like, you know, you, just Googling, you know, anyone in the area, you don't know. So.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I mean, we, we have that list and, and you know, ourselves, we've used these vendors too. So we've, yeah. you've, we've put them to the test to make sure that they. You know the Matea household, the Higgins households uh, approves of them. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's a stamp. We need a stamp. <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, you're listening to Closer to Home Mains Real Estate Radio and News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN.
2: All right. Next dishwasher. Uh, apparently, if you operate it at full capacity, you know, pretty straightforward. The idea: if you fill it, you don't have to run it as often. Is that your, yeah. your job, Jeff? Are you uh, the dishwasher? I'm, I'm
1: great at loading the dishwasher. Yeah. Um, maybe not as much as cleaning the dishes. But yeah, I was reading that on Efficiency Maine, uh, their website too. Um, and we'll have that PDF on our website mm. for listeners is using the dishwasher. So it actually, the dishwasher uses less water, oh. less hot water Okay, uh, when you actually use the, the dishwasher as opposed to trying to wash your dishes in the sink.
2: Oh. Uh, something that,
1: you know, learned from that too. And, and, and then if you were to open, if your if you're dishwasher, I guess there's a dryer setting on some.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Um, I don't know if there's the smart dishwashers that you can do from your phone like the, uh, the clothes dryer. <laughs> but uh, that's probably the next thing that will come out is if you open it before the drying cycle. Mm. So you're not using electricity to power that heat to, mm-hmm. to dry. You just let it air dry. Yep. Um, and you're introducing some moisture into uh, your home, especially now where it's dry
2: hey, it's a, it's, right. it's a win-win, right? Exactly, you, so you, you get that. A little bit of both. Yeah, it's been, uh, the loading of the dishwasher, I've seen people online, it's, it's adult Tetris is basically what it is. Oh, like yeah. You have to, it's the adulting version of Tetris. You have to get <laughs> everything in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last but not least, tell, tell yeah, us that, what's the last that, one. That final
1: one is uh, a smart power strip. A uh, smart power strip. Haven't, haven't seen one of those, but uh, apparently it limits what's called phantom loads. So your uh, electronics, TV, refrigerator, etc. That uh, while on but not being in use, still draw some sort of electricity. Oh. You know level. Right. Uh, the smart uh, power strip apparently limits that or cuts it down, and, and there's energy that's saved that you don't even know. So it's oh. kind of working while you sleep and your appliances sleep
2: for the um, the phantom electric load and the
1: phantom electric load i you know hadn't hadn't known about that uh, and so <laughs> we continue to learn name, here phantom yeah. load uh so you know looking for more tips and tricks uh you can go to jeffsellsmaincom forward slash closer to home we'll uh, have this up on our website for you so you can you get there's many more efficiency yes. main is fantastic there was a there was a i want to say like a 15 20 page pdf on other areas that around in and around your home that you could do to to save on energy and and cut that cmp bill because uh, we want you know Closer to home, here, our show, we want you to be able to spend more of your hard earned money on the things that matter most and not on a CMP bill.
2: Right, Right. exactly. Fun (laughs) things that are are going on, which actually we have, uh, we wanted to update you on some fun things going around or going on in the area. Um, Jeff, did you know that Carnival is underway?
1: Oh, it's already underway. It's
2: already underway. It oh, started on Thursday. Perfect. Um, so it started February 17th. It's going to go till the 26th. So we are in full swing.
1: I, um, I, I mean, I had seen ads. So that's in the east end of Portland. You got it. Right? Yep.
2: Perfect. Over, uh, it. There there's so many things to do, so many things to see. Okay. Um, and
1: it's similar to you. We were just talking about that, the Quebec City.
2: Yeah. Right Quebec there. City does a Carnival every winter. And um, wow. have you been?
1: I've never been. I, well, I've been to Quebec City. Just sure. are during Carnival.
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. It is honestly, it's something inspiring within itself. I've, I've been to Carnival and, um, you know, they create huge ice sculptures. And I think that um, what's wonderful is that the city of Portland is bringing it to Maine. Um, so I know a few things going on. Um, I think actually today Pete Kilpatrick's playing?
1: Oh, yeah. Our fe- our, our good friend Pete Kilpatrick is playing at 12. Uh, I'm not sure the location, but we'll, we'll get that up on our website. So you can find that uh, at uh, jeffselsmaine.com forward slash closer to home as well. And I- then I saw... Th- couple of other things like live ice, ice sculptures
2: are, are you going to be leading that
1: uh i no. <laughs> uh, there's no creative uh bone in my body oh but, uh, really <laughs> i i i can admire it and uh, the hard work that probably goes into that but, yeah uh, I'll, I'll just be a uh, uh in the audience you'll watching. be a spectator okay all right
2: well yeah. actually that sounds super cool watching live ice sculptures being created i i can imagine that'd be a lot of work um, and then actually something I will definitely be attending, Bites and Brews. Bites That's, and Brews. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. I think I might have to attend.
2: I mean, you know, after a exhausting um, spectation or spectating the ice walking, watching them work, I'm going to be hungry and need a drink. Right. Basically.
1: right. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> I mean, do you have a favorite restaurant if you were to hang around Portland? Do you have a, a, a hot spot that you frequent? <laughs>
2: Oh, there's so many good ones. Um, I'm a personal fan of, I love Baharat. Have oh, you been? No. Oh no. my gosh, it's fantastic. Also, right on the east end, it's near um, Austin Street Brewing, That where those breweries are. Um, it's a wonderful small spot. Um, they do Mediterranean foods. Wonderful uh, menu, which is always changing. Cocktails. It's one of my favorite spots.
1: It's fantastic. And, and to grab a drink, is there, uh, is there another... Um, personal favorite or hmm,
2: that's a good a question. local
1: drink of choice perhaps
2: mm, I'm a big I love spicy food do you okay. like spicy food uh, not so much no okay so spicy margarita for me is where it's at and I love um oh bother what's the name of it um oh it was on the tip of my tongue um i'll have to get back to you on that one i totally yeah, just no, lost I'm more it of
1: a, you know i'm more of a rosies and a three dollar dewey's oh, uh, kind of guy uh, rivalry so i okay so, I've, okay. You know, so you're more of the old school
2: very good so you're a little more a little more downtown i'm just i love that washington ave area there's oh, yeah. um the mead there's a mead place oh, yeah, up there yeah. that place is wonderful um so yeah and uh baharat's right around the corner from there too so so yeah you um you know we'll be over at carnival you should definitely check it out um what about you? Uh, outside of Portland, where would you find yourself, Jeff? Where would you recommend if somebody were coming in out of town this weekend?
1: I always like how quick and easy El Rayo is. Uh, oh, yeah. So, you know, there's the, the Scarborough location has been fantastic. We like Otto's Pizza. You know, I have the the five and the eight-year-old uh, boys. So uh, wrangling them up oh, and keeping right. them uh, occupied you know, they always want to go somewhere that there's video games or tvs uh, yet sure sure uh, sure you know the, the ones that are quick the food comes out quickly and um easy to you know open to many different um you know tastes and folks that uh you know maybe a little bit picky um, uh, my, yes. my kids really like that so That's we fair. we frequent that um you know nonsuch river brewing oh so, oh they're yeah, great live they're in scarborough so a lot of uh but and then as the summer turns we'll we'll hit uh, all the Stuff on Pine Point like the garage.
2: Yep, Pine Point. A Pine, Pine Point Grill. Yep. Oh, it came back to me. Lingua. There Terralingua. it is. Oh, Terra Lingua, okay. It took a minute, but yes, their spicy margarita. That's the spicy margarita. Oh okay. my goodness, it's so good. I once a friend and I went and I had her try it, and um, they do a chili rim on it, and uh, she was like, she's like, Danny, I didn't realize you like this spicy of food. <laughs> <that> poor thing.
1: <laughs> well, we had some excellent uh, questions that that Corey was able to answer. I'm so so happy that we uh, had so many listeners send in their questions and Absolutely. how do they how do they send those in
2: absolutely they can reach out to us um either at com uh, forward slash closer to home or they can call in if they have questions 207-331-5516 or shoot us an email Closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com. We'd really love to hear from you. We want to answer any questions you may have.
1: Yeah. And we're next week, we're gearing up for next week okay. where we have uh, a property manager, property uh, management company. Our friends over at Guardian Properties are going to be here. So if you do have questions uh, for them, certainly hit us up on the uh, hotline, closer to home, 331 5516, or closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com. Thank you so much for listening.